So uh, open up with me this morning in your Bibles, please. How many of y'all brought your Bible? Amen. 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 I love to see those Bibles. Yes. Told y'all went to different parts of the world and I'm looking around and nobody's got no Bibles. And I'm, I'm teaching and preaching to pastors. All they got is phones. I'm like, wow. I don't think anything ever replaces this. Amen. This is the Word of God to me. I love for being, if I'm old-fashioned or the old path, whatever, but I still believe in bringing your Bible. I still believe in reading the Bible. I believe whenever you witness and you use the Word. But uh, this just brings conviction, just, just holding it. Somebody see you standing in Walmart holding this, it brings conviction. Listen, they'll watch where they, the way they're talking to you if you're just holding it. And if you take that iPhone out or that Samsung and you hold it here, it don't mean nothing. But this right here, they're like, wow, they see Holy Bible on it. They're like, okay, this I got to be respectful here. Amen? Amen. So Mark chapter 5, verse 25, this morning. Uh... For the last several weeks, we've been doing a series on the operation of faith. And I hope it's been a blessing to you. The intentions were to help you see whether you were in faith or not in faith. And through the years of traveling and pastoring, I have seen that a lot of people claim to be in faith. In actuality, they were not in faith at all. They didn't have a word to stand on. They didn't have a leg to stand on because they didn't have the word of God to back up their faith. So in the operation of faith, there's five steps here that I've been teaching on that will help you see or look in the mirror and, and see whether you're actually in faith or not. Because listen, when you're, whenever you think with your own reasoning, humanistic ways that you're believing God but you're not according to the scriptures whenever you pray you won't see results and after a while if you're praying and you don't see results you'll get uh, you'll begin to back off from praying you'll get discouraged in your prayer life so these steps of faith will help you see whether you are in faith or not and the first one is if you're in faith, you're going to hear the word of God. That's where faith originates from. Romans chapter 10 verse 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Step number two, after you hear the word, you got a choice. That choice is whether you believe it or whether you don't. Everybody that reads the Bible don't believe it. Some believe that uh, I believe God created this world because the Bible says it. That's right. Well, some don't believe that. They believe in evolution. Yeah. They think that everything evolved into what it is today. But people have all kinds of different beliefs, but the belief that we Christians stand for is what the Word of God says. So after, if everybody that believed, heard about Jesus, believed in Jesus, listen, Jesus could go ahead and come back because... He said he would return after the word had been preached to all nations. 
If people would just receive him, they would be saved. But everybody that hears the gospel on radio or on TV or when they go to church, uh, if they if they heard and believed, we'd have a, a, a whole lot more people saved today than what is. But a lot of people hear and they don't believe. So after the belief, step number three is you have a part to play and that to speak the word. You hear the word, you believe the word, and the Bible says, if you believe, 2 Corinthians 4.13 says, I believe, therefore I spoke. you got to begin to declare and decree what the word of God says. Find the promise of God. Find what God said, whether it be healing, deliverance, salvation, yes. prosperity, whatever it is. Find out what God's word said, then begin to stand on that word. You have the word of God, you got to speak it out of your mouth. Step number four is act on the word. Faith always requires an act. Action. People that says, I believe God and they're not doing anything, they're not actually in faith at all. Faith always requires an act. When Jesus spoke to the blind man, when he spoke to the lame, he said, take up your bed and walk. A man had a withered hand, he said, stretch out your hand. It requires an act. As they acted, the Holy Spirit went into action and they were miraculously healed. Faith always requires an act. Faith without works is dead. dead. Amen? Amen. After that, you got step number five. And I'm going through this, but Mark chapter five is going, I'm going to show you this lady with the issue of blood. She walked through all five of these steps in getting her miracle. Expectation being step number five is you got to expect the word to come to pass. Yes. Expectation is the breeding ground for miracles. That's right. So no expectation, you don't get anything. Amen. So let's take a look now at Mark chapter 5, verse 25. Now this lady did all five of these steps in getting her breakthrough, her miracle. Verse 25 says, Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and she had suffered many things from many physicians she had spent all that she had and was no better but rather grew worse mm -hmm. verse 27 here's the key she heard when she heard about Jesus she became she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment for she said, If only I may touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. Verse 29. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. Verse 30. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, You see the multitude thronging you, and you say, Who touched me? Verse 32. And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him 
The whole truth. Everybody say the whole truth. The whole truth. That's what a lot of us need to do. We need to get real with Jesus and tell him the whole truth. That's right. That's when you have something happen to you. Right. Yep. Amen. Whenever you really get saved, yes. you'll really tell the whole truth. You'll truly tell the whole truth about repentance. Amen. Yes. Verse 34. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Now, let us pray. Father, let us thank you right now. For the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus to help me preach and teach the Word of God to your people. For without you, Lord, I acknowledge I can do nothing. I humble myself before you. And I am looking 100% to the Holy Spirit to help me teach and preach the Word of God today. May your people receive your Word and have a breakthrough, a miracle. Uh, and let them draw closer to you, Lord Jesus, than ever before. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. So, first thing I want to do is take you through what she did to get her breakthrough. First thing, this lady had had an issue of blood for 12 years. Miss Ruth said over and over this morning right here, she's talking about issues. Issues. Mm -hmm. I want you to know people in this world have issues. Yes. Not only in the world, but inside the church they have issues. Yep. Amen. Amen. Whenever you come to church, you don't find perfect people. That's right. You find you find messed up people Amen. that's looking for the Savior to help them out. Amen. Amen. So uh, everybody has issues. Don't think that the person sitting next to you this morning don't got no issues. That's right. Amen. Hallelujah. Everybody got issues. This lady had an issue. She had a serious issue. For 12 years, she's had a flow of blood from her body on a continual basis. I don't know if she had, she got a break one or two days, and then it started flowing again. But for 12 solid years, she's been hemorrhaging. She's been bleeding. And in Jesus, in, in, in the days of Moses, they would have considered her unclean. Even in the days of Jesus, she was still considered unclean. Anywhere she sat, anywhere she laid, anybody she touched was considered unclean. If she sat in that chair and got up and went back to see the doctor and you came in and you sat in the same chair that she did before it was cleansed, you were considered unclean. And if you were unclean, you had to go into, you had to leave the public eye. You couldn't be in the public. You had to separate yourself and, 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 and be cleansed for seven days. And then after seven days, the priest would say, you're clean enough to go back out. But if you were clean and this lady came by you and accidentally bumped into you, you didn't lock her. Because now you got to go home and sit down for seven days. She felt uh, probably very insecure and very rejected everywhere she went. Yeah. Because she was uh, not to touch the public. Not to be involved with the public. But she, this ain't her fault. She's got a medical problem. She's got a health issue. And she, the Bible says she's been to the doctors. 
She's been to the physicians for 12 years, but yet rather got worse. Mm -hmm. They couldn't, you know, man is limited by what they can do for you. That's right. Man has power, they have knowledge, but they can only do so much. Yes, amen. But I'm so glad that Jesus Christ can go way beyond what our medical yes. doctors can do. That's right. Whenever they give up, they don't know what to do anymore. Hallelujah. Jesus is always there saying, hey, I'm, I have limit, unlimited power. That's right. I can still do something about this situation. Amen. When everybody else gives up on you, hallelujah, I'm still here. That's right. The problem is, is that most people wait until they come to the end of the road That's before right. they seek Jesus. Yes. They come to a desperate situation yes. and thank God for desperate situations right. because desperate situations turn people into being desperate that will do things that they ordinarily wouldn't do. That's right. Amen. You know, desperate people do desperate things. That's right. That's right. Whenever you get hungry, hallelujah, whenever you're satisfied, you may not eat certain things. I've heard some people say, oh, I would never eat that. I would never eat a frog leg. I would never eat a cow tongue. I would never eat, eat, eat a uh, pig ears. But listen, you just ain't got desperate enough. That's right. Whenever you go without food for about 30 or 40 days, I guarantee you a hog ear will look good to you. <laughs> Come on, somebody. What I'm trying to say is things that, that, that you say you won't ever eat, Whenever you get hungry enough, it'll be delicious to you. That's right. Come on, somebody. Preach it, Pastor. High, high, we get too high lifted up. I never will. Listen, if you get thirsty enough. That's right. Listen, you, 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 if you're thirsty and you ain't had nothing to drink in four or five days and you're in a desert, if you find a river, you'll fall down in it face first and start drinking from the river. That's right. Amen. Amen. If you get thirsty enough. Hallelujah. You'll drink if you hitchhiking and you and you walk inside the road and you see a bottle of water somebody throwed out that's half full. And if you're thirsty enough, you'll drink that water. That's Amen. right. That's what desperation will make you do. Yes. It'll make you get out of your comfort zone. And hallelujah, I gotta have this. So this lady is desperate. Amen. She done been to the doctor for 12 years. She done paid him. She spent, the Bible says she spent all she had. Anybody know that, that it costs money to go to the doctors? Yeah. It's pretty expensive these days. Yeah. A lot of us don't even want to go because we know we can't afford to pay the bill. It's so high. And it's a shame. I'm just going to have to tell it like it is. Some of them won't tell you they don't know what to do for you until all your money's gone. That's right. In this yeah. situation, she's done been to the doctor for 12 years. And, and then the doctor didn't say, uh, you know, I don't know what's wrong with you. I'm going to give you this medicine. We'll try this. We'll try that. We'll try this. But it, 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 it's kind of amazing when, her, when she ran out of money, then he said, there ain't nothing else I can do for you. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's right. But that was actually a good thing. Amen. Because now she leaves the doctor's office and she ain't got no strength. She ain't got no hope. She ain't got much to live for and don't know how long she is going to live for. And she's out of money. But one thing she's got left is faith. And faith can change some things for you. Amen. So, after I get, this is how I picture what she went through. After 12 years, she goes to the doctor. 
She gives him what little bit of money she's got left and says, I'm out, I don't have any more money. And he says, I'm sorry, darling. Just to be truthful with you, I really don't know what to do for you know how. Everything that I've tried to give you ain't working. So uh, you may have, doctor, how long do I have to live? I'm not sure, maybe uh, you've been going for 12 years like this, but it, it's really taking a toll on you. You might have another six months, you might have a year. Mm -hmm. Well, when she leaves that office, she's out, out of hope. Yeah. You know, the, the, the word desperate means without hope. Yeah. Without hope. And when you don't see no hope, you begin to despair, you get discouraged, you get, uh, I mean, it takes a, a spiritual, uh, it's a spiritual attack upon you. Yeah. And she says, I don't know what to do. She leaves that office. And on the way home, this is how I picture it. She bumps into, or she, she sees somebody. And she said, well, how are you doing today? Y'all ever go to grocery store, or post office? You meet somebody, how you doing? Well, she said, well, I ain't doing too good. What's wrong with you? She said, well, I got a problem. I've been hemorrhaging for 12 years. The doctor told me there's no hope. I don't know, there's nothing he can do for me. I'm, I'm, I'm broke, I don't have any more, any money. And she said, well, let me tell you something. I heard about a man yes. that was walking by the Sea of Galilee. Mm -hmm. I heard about a man that was in Capernaum. Mm -hmm. I heard about a man that was in the synagogue. And they say this man is the anointed one. Mm -hmm. And they said that he heals the blind. Yes. He raises the lame up to walk again. Mm -hmm. yes. They said he even spoke to a man that had died and was in a tomb for four days and he spoke to him and, uh, and the man came out of the tomb his name was Lazarus and he began to testify about what Jesus had done first step number one she heard about Jesus yes. that means she heard the word that's where faith begins yes. after she heard the word she believed it and she said you know she said she spoke she said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I'm going to be made whole. She's going through this operation of faith. Step number one, she heard. She believed. She spoke. And she said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I'm going to be made whole. My life's going to be changed if I can just get to him. Yes. So now, what's she got to do? She ain't waiting on Jesus to come to her. She's got to act on her faith. Yep, so she starts searching. I got to find this anointed one. I got to find the Messiah. I got to find this man named Jesus of Nazareth, the Son of God. And if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I'm going to be made whole. That's right. She said it. And now she's acting. The Bible says she went looking for Jesus. She went looking. Where's he at? Anybody seen him? She ain't supposed to be out. She ain't supposed to be touching nobody. But listen, she's desperate. That's right. She's hopeless. She ain't got no way off to turn. The doctors can't do anything. But she's hunting down the right one, the anointed one. And finally, when she sees him from afar off, there's a big multitude of people thronged all about him, crowding in, trying to be curious. What can he do for me? What can he do? What's he going to do today? And she comes up from behind. I can see her now, weak, hopeless, discouraged, broke and a lot of people Jesus is in the center hundreds of people 
Jesus is in the center. I can see her now saying, you know what? I ain't supposed to be touching nobody. But I'm going to throw all that out the window. Yes. I may not supposed to, but I'm desperate. I got to get to him. He's in the middle. The crowd is thick. So she starts going through the crowd, pushing people to the side. Get out of my way. I'm coming through. I got to have a breakthrough today. Get out of my way. I'm sorry if I stepped on your toes. I'm sorry if I offended you. But I got to have a miracle. I don't know what y'all came to do. Y'all might have came to sightsee. But she said, I come to get a touch. That's right. And if I can just get to the hem of his garment, I'm going to be made whole. That was her statement of faith. And she pressed in. She pushed. She went. And she got. And when she got to Jesus, she didn't say, Jesus, can you do something for me? She didn't say a word. She grabbed the hem of that garment. And when she did, she said she felt in herself that she had been made whole. And then she, after she got her miracle, she went off to the side and began to hide. And Jesus said, Who touched me? Somebody just touched me. Somebody just made a demand on my anointing. Somebody just got a miracle. Somebody just got healed. Who is it? And the disciples didn't discern what was going on. They said, It's just a multitude. There's so many people around you that are bumping into you, Jesus. You think somebody touched you. Yes, somebody might have did. He said, no, this was a different kind of touch. That's right. This was a touch that had faith mixed in it. That's right. Yeah. He said, somebody just got a miracle. He said, I felt virtue. I felt power. Yes. Come, just leave my body yes. and go. It, it just went into somebody. Woo. Hallelujah. Jesus looked around. I know somebody just got touched. I know somebody just got a miracle. And there she is. And she's all crouched over. And Jesus said, it was you, wasn't it? She said, yes, it was me. But I had to, Jesus. I'm desperate. I had to have a miracle. I was dying. And Jesus said, according to your faith, Yes. You have it. But what did she do? She, she heard about Jesus. She believed what she heard about Jesus. She said, there's my hope. There's my answer. How many of y'all know that Jesus is the answer today? That's right. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I believe the first thing you ought to do whenever you get a, a bad report or something going on, yeah. seek Jesus. That's right. Go to Jesus. Go to Jesus. He can save you a lot of money. He saved you a lot of medical bills. Hallelujah. She spoke. She said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, that was where her faith was. Then she began to act on it. She left. She started looking. She started trying to find Jesus. So she's acting on her faith. And then she's in full expectation. What's her expectation? When I touch him, it's over. When I touch him, I'm healed. When I touch him, I'm delivered. Hallelujah. Y'all, all we got to do That's is right. press in to Jesus today. Jesus is there today, yes. just as he was for her over 2,000 years ago. That's right. Amen. He's there. All we got to do is press in. Sometimes we got to go through the crowd. Sometimes we got to offend somebody. But whenever you're desperate, hallelujah, you'll run over 30 people trying to get to the altar. That's right. Amen. Amen. Desperate people do desperate things. That's right. 
right. Her faith, he said, according to your faith, you shall be made whole. That's right, amen. Wow, wow, wow. Y'all, the church has got to get in faith again. Amen. Start believing God. Amen. Believe in Jesus. Amen. Believe in the work of the Holy Spirit today because Jesus has not run out That's right. of power. Amen. He has never stopped being the great physician. Amen. He has never stopped being who he is. Amen. If there's a failure, it's on our part. Yes. If we can believe, all things are possible. Things. With man it's impossible, but not with God, for with God all things are possible. Are possible. Amen. Mark chapter 10, yep. verse 27. That's right. Desperate people. I don't think the church is desperate very much anymore. No. It's going it, when it, you, whenever your hope is gone. Yes. When you ain't got nowhere else to turn to. That's right. Larry was in that situation a few months ago. Nowhere to live, nowhere to stay, nowhere to go. Wasn't sure where he's gonna lay his head down. He was desperate. Yes. But you know what? I bet he prayed more than he's ever prayed. Right. I bet he sought the Lord more than he's ever, ever sought the Lord. Yes. Desperate situations drive you. They inspire you. Yes. To, to fast. Yes. To pray. Amen. To seek the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. Desperate people, you don't have to beg them to come to church. That's right. Desperate people, you don't have to make a phone call saying, would you be there tomorrow? You don't have to worry about a desperate folk. A desperate fella, if you if you fail to go pick him up, guess what? He'll find another way. That's if right. he's desperate. Amen. Desperate people don't stop for the no. They keep crying out. That anointing is available to us this morning if we'll just press in. Yes. Make a demand on the anointing. That's right. Touch the hem of his garment. Hallelujah. That power will be released again. Yeah, so many people Jesus touched himself. But this, in this particular situation, Jesus didn't touch her. She touched him. That's right. There's a difference. Yes. She knew there was he was the anointed one, and she made a demand on the anointing. Yeah. Have you made a demand on the anointing lately? Yeah. Mm. Jesus is walking around here this morning. All you gotta do is say, that's mine. Healing is mine. Deliverance is mine. The blessing is mine. That's right. And I'm going to take it. Take it. Receive it. How? By faith. Amen. Faith gets you everything from Jesus. Yes. Faith gets you everything from the kingdom of heaven. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Yes. But if you have faith, and where will you find it? In the Word. Where will you find God's will? In His Word. And God is faithful to perform what He said He would do. That's right. Amen. Praise God.